Hello and welcome to another episode of Queen's Chat Conversation with the Queen of Transformation. I am your host, Corinthia Williams, the Queen of Transformation. And you might hear some background noise. I'm actually recording this in the car because guys, um, I had something on my heart that I needed to share with you. So as you sit back and grab a sip of water and lemon, um, just listen up. Because I want to share with you some heartfelt things and hopefully this touch your heart as well. So um, I just got off of Facebook Live and I was sharing about um, just telling your testimony, right? Um, You know, guys, you know from my channel and my Facebooks and my Instagram that I am a true believer of God. And I stand on the belief that um, just like the scripture tells us in Revelations twelve eleven, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the words of their testimony. And so I truly believe that our testimony not only free us and help us overcome, but it also helps others to overcome. Right. And so I shared part of my story and my testimony and the things I've been through as a child in the book Turbulence. And um so I, I really believe that I can't just stop there and neither should you. Telling our testimony is so important in life, right? Um, each day we go through something. Each, each season of our lives, each journey, each milestone we accomplish, we had to go through something to get to that place, right? And so we can't just stop at the one story. A lot of times, you know, that's what we do. Like I said, I wrote my child, my, my childhood story of molestation in the book Turbulence. I gave you some of some of the background behind that once before. But, you know, a lot of people are going through a lot of other things that you may be facing and going through. So I wanted to share with you guys a situation that I have been going through. So, okay, here we go. For the past six years, I've been an entrepreneur. I owned and operated a child care service out of my home. And so I love what I did. I, it, it allowed me to be there for, with my kids, with my husband, and also pour into children, which I truly have a heart for is children. But um, recently, recently, a few weeks ago, I walked away from that business. And a lot of people don't see, might not understand why or they're like, you were doing so well. You, you were an entrepreneur. You was running your own business. Why would you walk away from that? Well, honestly, truly, my heart wasn't there anymore. After the six years of running my business, I've learned so much. I've learned so much in business. I learned so much um, dealing with people. I've learned so much about communication. And most importantly, I learned some things about myself. I realized during this process and during these six years and even coming to the place of realizing that it was my time to walk away, I realized that I've been harboring some feelings, some feelings of wanting to please people, uh, feelings of needing to be accepted by others, Feelings of not being good enough. 
um, a lot of emotional things that I've been through in this past six years just by being an entrepreneur. And for all you entrepreneurs that might be listening, you can relate to some point of the things and the emotional trauma that we go through as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as go-getters, as creators, as, as people that's truly trying to make something out of nothing. And so as I was going through so much in, in my business and emotionally and um, just doing a self-awareness check, I said, you know what? This has been holding me back for too long. I've been at a place of comfortability. I've been at a place where I'm just comfortable. I was comfortable doing what I was doing. I was comfortable, you know, um, just having enough kids. I was comfortable um, really, you know, working from home, not really getting out the house. I wouldn't put on makeup. I just got comfortable being able to roll out of bed and go downstairs and, you know, start my day. I was just comfortable and I felt as though all of these emotions were coming up because it was my time to move. A lot of time we don't realize it's our time to move because it doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense to close my daycare. It didn't make sense to um, do something I've been successful at and just walk away from it. You know, it didn't make sense. But a lot of times when God wants us to move and when when it's our time is up and he has something different for us, it's not going to make sense. And so I did just that. I gave my parents a month notice. I talked it over with my husband, of course, because, you know, it's it's finances. We need to live. We need money. Right. But so he I, I thank God for a supportive family, you know, and he support me 100 percent him and the kids. They're actually excited. I have two kids, a, a 15 year old and a 17 year old. That lives in the house. I actually have three kids, but those two still in the house. And so they were excited. They was like, Mom, we're going to finally have you to ourselves. I don't remember the last time. It was elementary school when you were, you know, started the daycare. And they was just excited. My husband was like, babe, you know, you got to do this. You got to do it. You know, God wants you to do so much more. So much more for you to do. So I decided to do it. I I told my parents I was afraid, I was nervous, I felt bad, I felt guilty, I felt sad. So many mixed emotions going on on the inside of me, but I knew that it was something I needed to do. And what was it? Hmm, not quite sure. <laughs> but I knew that what I was doing has expired. And so as I stopped the daycare, my final child, like I said, left a few weeks ago. And as I sit in a quiet house with my dog during the day, I'm sitting there with my feelings. I'm sitting there with my emotions. I'm sitting in my stuff, right? Those emotions I shared with you of wanting to be accepted and wanting to be understood and not feeling good enough and not feeling like I'm at my best. So what do I do now is the question, right? I didn't, I stopped, I, you know, I don't recommend this for anyone, but I didn't have a, a plan B or A or a C or a D. 
I just knew that this wasn't it. So to be honest, guys, I said, you know what? It's time for the queen of transformation to work on her. There are some some more areas in my life that I need to face. There are some areas in my life that need correcting. There are some areas in my life that I haven't dealt with. That I swept under the rug and said, I'm good. Ladies, you know firsthand. We say that a lot. And that's what I've been saying for 44 years. I'm good. I've been through so much trauma in my life. And just sitting here recording this podcast, I'm almost in tears because the trauma has been so traumatic in my life where I can remember from childhood what was done to me and how I wasn't accepted and how I had to play a role in order for people to like me, how I had to not tell the dirty secrets of drug abuse and immorality going on in my household to keep an adult secret as a child. I remember those things and those traumas and those heartaches and those pains and the dis, you know, the dysfunctionality of my life but I had to put on a facade and say I'm good I'm good so when I sat in silence in my home now that the daycare isn't there anymore and it's just me in the house during the day I said you know what I'm not good I'm not good I am not good And as I kept saying it to myself, I chuckled and cried and chuckled and cried again. And it was like a relief. It was like a burden lifted off of me. It was like as if I really accepted that I am not good and I'm okay with it. So I got on the phone, I called my healthcare provider, and I found myself a therapist. Because I never really went to therapy. I went a few times um, in my early 20s, right when I um, had a divorce. My My first marriage, I was divorced at the age of 22. And so I was a single mom. Divorce at 22. I said, you know what? I need to go therapy. Went a couple of times and then stopped. Can we be real? Because we feel as though, you know, those couple of sessions, I got it. I'm doing the homework. I'm doing my soul work. I'm doing this. I'm good. I'm good, you know. But I was never truly good. It was just another layer of makeup that I put on. It was just another layer of um, um, a smile that was chiseled on my face. I was not good. And I needed to go more. But I stopped. Because number one, I didn't want to be judged. Number two, I figured I got to work. I got to do this. I'm a single mom now. Okay, let me do this for him. I'm living for my son now. Let me do this for him. 
And as I met my husband now, and as we had more kids, I realized that I was always, always doing and doing for someone else that I wasn't doing for myself. I made sure my husband's husband was good. I made sure all three kids were good. They raised up in a good, loving, nurturing home. They they got a good education. I took care of them. I, I made sure they grew up as great citizens and they had morals and they loved one another. Kudos to mom. Mom, you're the greatest. You're the best wife ever. So I got the praise that I wanted. But I still wasn't happy on the inside. And so as I sat there in the living room, <laughs> no TV on, and I would cry and chuckle and cry and chuckle. And I would say, you know what? I'm not all right. I'm not all right. I'm not all right. I wanted to share this testimony because I truly believe a lot of us as women, and you know this podcast is for the ladies, so my queen. So queens, how long are you going to put on the mask, put on the smiling face and say that you're okay? How long are you going to allow your emotions to be swept under the rug how long are you going to do everything for everyone else and not put you first how long how long will you will it take for you to realize that you're not okay that you need the help that you need counseling that you need to cry that you need to cry a lot of times crying is healing for the soul we have to accept where we are no do we want to be there no is it a happy place to be but if you accept where you are right now it can actually get you to the place you want to be so queens ladies now is the time for you to get your help be on a transformational um, journey with me And let's get the help that we need. Let's evaluate our lives. So join me on this journey. Join me on the journey of I'm not okay. In order to get the help that you need to be a better you. Listen, queens. I want to see us all win. I want to see us all succeed. I want us all to be happy. And in order to be that, Number one, like I said, you have to accept where you are. And number two, get the help you need. So listen, Queens, thank you so much for listening. I hope that this podcast blessed you. I hope that you retained some of the information and that you put in the action in order to be the best you that you possibly can be and can become. And I will see you on the next episode. Be blessed, Queens.
Hey queen, we hope that this week's episode inspired you to tap into your inner strength and walk away feeling empowered to make your next move your best move. Listen guys, make sure you subscribe so you can get alerts of our upcoming podcast coming to you every Friday. Also, let's stay connected. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Dose of Power. Also visit our website for our apparel and inspiring books at www.adoseofpower.com. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Remember guys, I love you, but God loves you more. Be blessed, queens.